a welcome to Patmos. Thank you for listening and or watching. Uh, first, I'd like to invite you to come to our Locals community. It's uh, locals.com slash ozymandias, O-Z-Y-M-A-N-D-I-A-S. You can also, um, for that community, it's $2 a month, I believe, to post and or comment. You can join for free and just read if you'd like. Um, I'm using that kind of as a backup, uh, just in case anything ever goofy happens. Um, just kind of a fallback to a fallback. Uh, you can also read me on Twitter uh, at Paracelsus Burns, P-A-R-A-C-E-L-S-U-S-B-U-R-N-S. I should probably do something better about branding, but hey, what are you going to do? Uh, today I wanted to talk about um, something regarding conservatism. Um, I posted a tweet that somebody had uh, responded to and had asked or had mentioned maybe do a podcast about it so I thought I'd just talk about it very quickly um, I posted that conservatives uh, get things wrong in that or I should say where they get things right you can see this within the kind of Christian conservative um, frame is that they recognize that something is wrong a lot of the uh, reactionary conservatism is focused around the idea that something doesn't feel right in our world something is just not right right you look around and you kind of see the degeneracy and you look at all those types of things and you just basically say that this is not how it should be and this is not right and they get that correct something is not right something is off right it's very matrixy in terms of uh where you just feel that something is is, is out of touch um, kind of like if you have like a sliding glass door, it's bumping along or it's, when it's not in the right track, it can still move, but it's not smooth. It's making noises. You have to use force to push it. And that's where they get things correct. They recognize that something's not right. And many of them get it correct in terms of recognizing, um, that something has been lost that we once had. And some of them even get it further correct in that it's uh, um, Christ, right? You, you'll see now, like, why can't we pray in our schools? But this is only scratching the surface of, of what is incorrect. And because they don't possess, and this is not some Gnostic um, hidden knowledge, it's available. And it's especially available to us who have apostolic tradition, who are in an apostolic faith. But for many of us, this was just not something that we grew up with, even though we grew up in an apostolic faith. And this is not just Catholicism, but to a much more pronounced degree. Um, I know a lot of people who are Orthodox and uh, grew up in it, but also never really explored it per se either. And I shouldn't say I know a lot, I know a few. Um, All of the knowledge is there. We just have to go and find it. Um, we have to go and, and search it out. And, and the, the term, there's nothing new under the sun, this battle is still the same as it's always been. And where conservatives really fall off is when they ignore the words of St. Paul, and I'm paraphrasing, that our, our war, our battle is not against 
this party versus this party. Um, you know, getting this guy elected versus this guy elected. Our battles in is 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 internal, and this has always been um, the Christian worldview. And it's not that we uh, take the line of uh, something along the lines. I mean, the Gnostics had this to an extent. Um, I can't remember. It was a there was a crusade against them as well. Uh, they were in France. It's where a lot of the ridiculousness of the Da Vinci Code came from. It starts with a C. Uh, anyways, where they this idea that the, the 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 material world itself was evil, and that we should you know reject that um, to the point of not having children or children being raised communally and 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 not engaging. Um, in procreation, not engaging in any of that kind of stuff, because all that is dirty, right? It's dirty material, uh, and everything that's material is sinful, and and that is an incorrect uh, view, which is why the church has always opposed it, is that God created the heavens, the spiritual world, and also the earth, the material world. He did not, um, original sin coming into the world, uh, did not make it sinful in itself. It made uh, man a fallen creature that had to work very hard uh, to try and elevate himself beyond that to to be able to be closer to God and to attain uh, uh, salvation uh, through Christ's sacrifice. Um, but conservatives very much look at this idea of... Uh, they, they fall into the same pattern of the Pharisees, of the Sadducees, of the... Um, if you look at Christ, when he was talking to a lot of them, was that he said that you know the law, but you basically don't understand it. That the law was not meant to be purely just a checklist that you check off. That you're missing the point. Or as my uh, friend Cyprian would say, that you're mistaking the uh, vessel for the contents. And this is where conservatives very much are missing the mark, is that they are going, we need to elect this guy. This guy is standing up uh, for the Judeo-Christian civilization. That's a big term that you'll see within uh, conservative circles. And a lot of people of faith will look to that and see, hear that term Judeo-Christian, and they go, that's a good thing. We need to fight for Judeo-Christian civilization. Um, but that's not what we're fighting for. We are fighting for, we're fighting against the adversary. We're fighting against he who wishes to tear us away from God. We're fighting against sin and our sinful natures. And, and the, the parts of us that want to fall back into that pattern of, of sin. Our battle is not to get Trump or Ron DeSantis elected. Our battle is within ourselves. Our battle is to attain salvation. Our battle is to, when we fall back into our patterns of sin, to raise ourselves above that. To pick ourselves up. To seek true repentance, true, true contrition, um, uh, and to receive absolution for those sins and to, um, as we say in our act of contrition, to um, avoid all near occasions of sin and to go and sin no more. 
to avoid those same patterns over and over again. And so by conservatives constantly looking at an external savior of not looking to Christ, but looking to a, a, a man to save them, they're repeating the pattern of those Pharisees and of the Jews at the time who were looking and falsely interpreted the, the, the prophecies, meaning a material Messiah would come, a King David of sorts, who would lead an army and would destroy the enemies of God. But that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a material Messiah. We are looking for God. Now, God was man and spirit. He was both God, or I should say Christ was both God and man. But Christ was not a material Messiah who was to bring apart some sort of material utopia on earth. He was freeing us of sin so that we could be closer to him. And by putting all of your efforts and by putting all of their hopes and dreams into a material Messiah in the form of this candidate or that candidate. That's why we are, con uh, not we, um, I guess I would classify myself as, as conservative, but it's why there's a constant disappointment. And that elevating someone like Trump and going, well, he's going to defend Christianity because he holds up the Bible and he says that the Bible is a good thing. This is why we need to fight for him. But being continued disappointed that, one, they never live up to it. Two, what you thought was going to happen never does. On the left, um, they kind of exhibit another exhortion of, uh, exhortation of, of, of Christian virtue in terms of uh, compassion, in terms of uh, what they would call inclusion. This idea of uh, all are welcome where they are correct and that work of many of those who are conservatives fall short is this idea of conservatives often miss the mark on this in terms of people who either are, you know, or who are different than them. Um, whether it's by look or culture, um, whether it's by people who are maybe, you know, in America, I mean, most people look like the average conservative um, demographically, but many of them are living in ways and um, externalizing uh, certain uh, lifestyles and choices and clothing and all that that makes them look different and going, well, that means that they're not one of us. And that's true to an extent, but the Christian call and the Great Commission is not about excluding. Well, there's a fine line, you know, obviously in there of, of, um, allowing versus versus not but um we are called to call all to christ regardless of who they are or anything or no matter how bad of a sinner that they are the worst sinner that you could be in christ's time was a tax collector a prostitute and he went directly to them and he preached to them now being christ his ability to reach them and reach their souls was much deeper than than any of us can but does not mean that we do not continue to try and where the left of the spectrum, generally speaking of using that term, does well is they are very uh, concerned about compassion and what they would, you know, the, 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 the idea of inclusion 
but where they miss the mark is that, and especially when you see like liberal Catholics, liberal, liberal Christians, they will be so focused on this inverted sense of love that it, that it has become inverted into acceptance and that Christ's call to all, which is true. The second part is that it's a called calling all to repentance. If you do not include that call to repentance, then you're missing the point as well. You're, you're mistaking the vessel for the contents. We must repent before God. We must seek. When we sin, and the church teaches, you know, like venial sins, they, they hurt our relationship with God, mortal sins, something like murder, something like blasphemy. They separate us from God, adultery, sexual sins of that nature. Um, they separate us from God, right? They've injured our relationship with God. And whenever you injure, you know, if you're, if you, if you have a, a friendship or a spousal relationship and you hurt that person deeply, um, you don't just show up the next day and think that everything is going to be fine. You have to seek uh, penance. You have to ask for forgiveness. And God in his infinite mercy through his church has offered this through the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of penance, where we go to uh, penance, where we go to confession and we lay out our sins before him, the priest acting in the person of Christ. Christ is the only one who can forgive sins. And he has delegated this authority to the church and the, and the, and the priest is acting in the, in the stead of Christ, hearing us uh, as Christ would and giving us his absolution. We seek forgiveness. And if we're truly sorry, if we are truly penitent, that absolution is granted and we are given a penance uh, to symbolize uh, and, and spiritually cleanse ourselves through that action. And we are uh, then seeking that, that repentance. And that repentance is not in, you know, I am, am constantly going out and, and uh, um, having sex before marriage. And um, I kind of feel bad about it. So I go and every Saturday I say, I'm sorry. I go before mass. I say, I'm sorry. I get absolution. And then Monday night I'm out at it again. That's not true repentance. And this is, again, where the left misses. They miss that the point of welcoming all so that all are welcome to uh, seek that communion of God through repenting of our sins. If we don't repent, if we're not sorry, we're just we're just seeking a relationship as we are continually injuring that other party. We're seeking, you know, like if you're seeking a friendship with somebody that you're constantly hurting, that you're constantly uh, breaking the, the, those friendship ties and, and somehow just saying, well, everybody's welcome to come in, even though they've absolutely hurt that person. That wouldn't work in 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 our own uh, relationships but god in his mercy is offering us just saying you need to feel sorry you need to come you need to seek that absolute or seek that uh, repentance and that absolution and you can see where the right and the left there's parts where they get part of the message right and parts where they kind of get some of the message wrong um they misunderstand that call they misunderstand all those things and the Christian path is the one, and this is not like some sort of 
calling for a, a centrist position or anything like that because it has like a lot of bad connotations politically and rightfully so but we're not called to seek the right path or the left path the liberal catholic versus the conservative catholic um whatever your denomination is we are called to follow christ that is it there's only one path there's a path through a narrow door there's not a left door and there's not a right door there's not a center door i guess maybe center is, a, is the wrong way uh to even verbalize that um to call calling that kind of a visualization in your mind there's not a left door or a right door it's not even a center door it's just the path the way the truth and the life we follow christ's teachings christ has given us a church to be that expression of spiritual insight on earth and the church has discerned over thousands of years the ways in which we should what what is truth and what should be believed how we best express that belief in our daily life and the sacraments as tools to seek greater union with god and to repair our relationship with him that's it there's no doesn't mean it's easy everyone listening right now whether you are just discovering your faith and trying to figure it out whether you've been um walking this path uh for a long time has stumbled and fallen many many times it is very very difficult uh christ's yoke is light but does not mean that the path is easy to follow but we have to continue to seek it and we cannot continue to seek out earthly messiahs and earthly saviors Many found, um, thousands, millions have found salvation in the worst political times ever for Christians or for anybody. They were burned, they were crushed, they were stoned, they were crucified, they were flayed, they were ripped apart, they were slaughtered, and the earth, they found salvation. That is our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal is not to... Um, have Christianity as uh, the state religion. Our ultimate goal is not to have any of those things. Our ultimate goal is to find salvation in God and be reunited with him in heaven. Each individual's goal is that. Each parent's goal is your own salvation, the salvation of your spouse and of your children to guide them and to lead them. But at a very base level, we are seeking our own individual salvation. And there's a lot of nuance in that in terms of Christ's call for us to evangelize, um, uh, to, to preach the gospel, to live out the gospel. Some of us uh, are called to um, a vocation of marriage, of living out in the world. Um, some of us are called uh, to the religious life, uh, whether that's a uh, priesthood in, in a parish in the middle of a city or a hermitage or, um, you know, out in the middle of nowhere or a cave in the middle of the desert. Everyone has to discern their own call. All of those work towards 
the kingdom of God in heaven. And all those are, if we are correctly discerning, are the best path that God has laid out for us for our own individual salvation. And we must follow that path, not the left path, not the right path, not the left door or the right door, but the narrow way. So I hope, um, I hope that helps some of you out there. I hope some of you will become less concerned because there's really, in, there's no point in trying to go, well, I want to see a more Christian society and to focus all of your intents and efforts on electing X or Y candidate if your spiritual life is in total disrepair. You're not going to see any good fruit come from it. That's why we continually see bad fruit coming out of our efforts, because we're seeking to fight against the world while ignoring our own souls. We're seeking a earthly Messiah instead of embracing God. Instead of seeking heaven, we're seeking a utopia on earth. That's very much a materialist and an enlightenment point of view. That sort of point of view led to the Reformation that eventually led to these uh, utopian communities that we saw um, in the 1800s. I, I have a, it was a Bitcoin related post actually about it, talking about these Bitcoin uh, utopian communities. Now they related to kind of these religious communities that started the Hutterites, um, um, even uh, Amish and Mennonites to an extent, uh, which the majority of them all failed. Uh, then we saw that kind of morph into the social gospel movement, this idea of um, instead of focusing so much on the heavenly kingdom, we can create heaven on earth, which led to the progressive era and eventually the progressive era and the secularization of it uh, made it not even a Christian kind of focused movement and the secular movement, a uh, Christian utopian dream, removing Christ from it which uh, morphed into kind of the hippie 60s and the free love and now into the latest iteration we see in the Church of Woke. If we constantly seek an earthly Messiah, we'll end up with hell on earth. And that is really the thing to take away from all of that. So thank you again for listening. Um, Follow me on Twitter. Find our Locals community. And uh, I thank you guys all for listening or watching. Thanks be to God. Deo gracias. Mm-hmm.